Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. Today I am super excited to have the lovely Vicky Paul with us. So Vicky, if you don't know, is a soul purpose coach. Vicky uses an intuitive system of life purpose analysis to help clients overcome their challenges by activating their gifts, talents and goals. Her intuitive painting workshops help people connect with their inner wisdom, release judgment and activate soul flow. As an international selling artist, Vicky creates soulful abstracts and soul portraits, an abstract reflection of your inner essence and a visual meditation that connects you to the truth of who you are. Vicky is also a certified yoga teacher, energy healer, and soul plan practitioner. Her first book, How to Be Success Soul, is a guide to reconnecting with your soul. Thank you so much, Vicky, for being here today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm delighted to have a chat with you today. I am so excited for what we're going to talk about today as well and for all the pearls of knowledge you are going to share with us. But first of all, before we dive into the good bits, um, a question that I ask every guest that comes on the podcast is, when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? Well, I guess with hindsight, it's a wonderful thing. I was always connected to spirit, but I didn't really realise it until I was in my early 30s and I and I'll give you the abridged version. I was working as a radio presenter at the time and I lost that job very abruptly and I didn't take it very well. It came as a big shock and I ended up not in a great space mentally, physically, emotionally. And I ended up um, going through a series of different sort of health issues. And one of them was insomnia and I had really bad tinnitus. And I used to keep dropping things, but instead of it coming into my mind that I was tired because I hadn't been sleeping, it started to come into my head that it was my papa, who is my granddad, he was trying to get through to me. And this didn't sort of freak me out. It made complete sense to me. And then I would kind of forget about it. And then a couple of days later, I would drop something else and it would come back into my head. And this went on for a number of months until I moved into a new house and there was a glass door between the lounge and the hall. And I kept seeing the shadow walk past 
the, the, the glass door. And again, it came into my head, this is my papa trying to get through to me. So my friends had kind of said, Vicky, I think you need to go and speak to somebody. Um, there's obviously some stuff going on. So one of my good friends, Sarah, suggested I hook up with uh, an energy healer by the name of Jessica Vesterlund, um, who is an amazing woman. And we had this energy session just to kind of help balance me back out again. And at the end of it, I thought, well, if I can speak to anyone about this, it's her. So I said to her that I think my papa's trying to get through to me. And she said, well, he is. He wants to know who the guy is that's living in the house that plays the violin. And she could not have known this. And my now husband, then boyfriend, had recently moved in and he plays the fiddle. So I was telling my sister about this experience about three or four days later. And then my papa appeared in my living room. Now, he had been dead for 25 years and he was standing in my living room and I was not freaked out. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So that was the kind of process of my spiritual awakening. It was over a period of two or three years where I started to sort of really peel back the layers of who I was and what was going on. But the, the, the sort of crux of it came at that point in my life when my papa appeared to me and I started to explore my intuitive gifts. But the, 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 the awakening, as you know, some awakenings happening fairly quickly. <laughs> Mine didn't. It was over the period of a number of years, but I've always been interested in and connected with there's got to be something more to life than just what we can see and experience. And I, I used to listen to Deepak Chopra in my teens on cassette. I'm giving away my age um, and had read the Celestine prophecies when I was in my late teens. So I was always really interested in there's got to be something more out there. But it wasn't until I had that experience in my early 30s that I had that spiritual awakening where you kind of had the dark night of the soul and picked myself back up and, and then opened up to the fact that I was more than just a human being I was a, a spiritual being a soul being having a human experience and then I spent the subsequent years learning growing having a few more deep dark issues going on but it, it's been a process definitely like I think everybody comes to the podcast it's like it's a process it's not just like have the one spiritual awakening and you're done it's very much an mm -hmm. unfolding a process where we awaken in many forms over many years and continue to um mm -hmm. but I love that your granddad was part of that story as well like it's lovely that he yeah like he came in to help you spiritually awaken I love that so <laughs> what is soul plan then what is the history behind it and how does it work because when you said it I was like what is soul plan I don't even know what this is so for anybody listening okay. can you explain to us of course Soul Plan is an ancient system of life purpose analysis that looks at your life in terms of your challenges, lessons, talents, gifts, goals and obstacles. And it's based on an ancient system of Hebrew numerology. And it was channeled by a guy called Frank Alpert in the 70s and then updated by Blue Marsden, who put uh, sort of new interpretations onto it. And it's based on the Hebrew um, alphabet. There's 22 letters, letters in the Hebrew alphabet. And each letter is associated with a different energetic frequency and energetic vibration. So our birth name signifies our individual identity. And it's based on the sound vibration because sound is energy. And you as the manifestation queen know full well that as you, everything we see is a manifestation and everything that we speak is an energetic resonance that attracts um, new energy to us. 
So using your birth name, we plot it into a numerological chart, which is what I've sent you. So it looks like the Star of David. It's a six-point star. And it's based on two different aspects of our life, the worldly aspect and the spiritual aspect, because we are both human and we are both spiritual energetic beings. If that is your belief, and obviously I know that your listeners um, sit where we sit on that. Um, and what Soul Plan does, it's, it's part ancient system of Hebrew numerology, but it's also part intuitive interpretation of the chart. So I have um, sent you your chart before we did this podcast, and there's a combination of 22 different letters and 22 different energies in everybody's chart. So we're made up of a variety of different energies, and these energies translate as character traits. Um, and when we are in sort of alignment with our soul plan, our soul path, we embody the positive character traits of the energies. However, most of us are knocked off course throughout our lives. So we tend to embody the more challenging aspects. And it's based on the premise that we are spiritual beings, spiritual energy incarnating into this lifetime to expand, evolve. And we've chosen the lessons and the experiences that we go through. So that is what your soul blueprint is. And when we're, you know, a baby, we don't have any awareness of separation we very much embody who we are at a soul level however as we start to grow up we sort of become three four five and become more aware of the physical world around about us and we are influenced by our parents and our peers we start to become and I use the word separate with inverted commas around it because we're never separate but for purposes of understanding I always find it easier to use the word separate we sort of separate ourselves become detached from our soul being and our human being although we never are but the, the sort of the blend is not as close so we tend to go into these um, experiences where we have the growth and growth tends to come when there's challenges we don't tend to grow as much when life is sailing so we come knowing what these challenges are going to be, but we also come with the gifts and talents to help us overcome these challenges. And what Soul Plan does is just reconnect you with that knowing. So as a Soul Plan practitioner, and I've studied a number of different, um, I suppose you could call them mystical arts. And this was the one thing that really connected with me because I had it done on myself and it just, it was like the penny dropped and everything just came in to focus and it made complete sense to me you know why I had experienced the life that I had why I had pulled the same boyfriends for example into my life and I repeated the same patterns um, I recognized character traits in myself that I hadn't um, fully understood and released and moved forward so what a soul plan does is it reconnects you with your the roadmap I guess to your life and why you're here I love that. And it, it's, you know, I, I've done my astrology, numerology, and I think a lot of the people listening would have maybe looked at those things before. But it's interesting from what you were telling me at the beginning of the call, like how accurate this is as well. So mm -hmm. shall we go into that then? Should we give everybody an example of what a soul plan session is like and what we can find out from our name? Of course. So I did yours 
Um, so what I do um, is you plot your name into, and I use a, a computer program because it's far quicker, but you can do it manually. It takes about half an hour to do. But for purposes of, of today, I plot it into a computer and it um, brings up this six pointed star and you have um, seven different positions in it. So you have your worldly challenges, worldly talents and worldly goals. Then you have spiritual challenges, spiritual talents, spiritual goals, and then you have your overall soul destiny. So there's seven different numbers or combinations of numbers. And it's based on the premise that for the first sort of 30 or 40 years of our life, we tend to embody more fully the worldly aspects of our life. So that is how we sort of experience the physical world round about us using our five senses so it's our relationships it's our jobs it's where we live but at some stage dependent on who you are and where you're at on your path and some people can come to it in the 20s some people a wee bit later you start to recognize that there's something a wee bit more to life than what you can taste touch see smell etc and this often comes about through some form of hardship where you begin to question life and what it means so in a soul plan chart we would look at both aspects and I'm just going to give you an example um, just to go through your chart and what I'll do just from a time point of view because a full soul plan or soul purpose session it lasts about two hours and involved in it we go through in quite in-depth detail and this is where the intuitive aspect comes from and what I'm not going to do is to go into the sort of the nitty-gritty personal stuff because obviously this is a public podcast um, but what I can certainly do is, is run through a sort of overview of the chart but in a, a much deeper session we go right into the nub of it and I can pick up everything from circumstances and experience and, and um, events that happened in childhood you know, and the way that it works for me as an intuitive, it comes through as if it's my memory. So we can go back to various points in your life where there are still blockages. So what a soul plan also does is help to shift some of the energy that is preventing you from moving forward in life. So there's a bit of spiritual counseling and energetic healing and clearing that takes place in a full soul purpose session. But for purposes of the podcast, your chart um, it talks about being somebody who's highly creative, but from an artistic and a business point of view. So creativity tends to sort of sit, you're either very artistic or you're very business minded. You're both, which makes perfect sense given the work that you do and the job that you do. But it also talks about the fact that you've got Zen-like focus. So when you get an idea in your mind and you're like, that is what I'm going to do. It's like the blinkers go down and you go for it almost to the sort of, you know, everything else gets blocked out. You know, you, you're the type of person who would miss meals, not catch up with people because you've got a goal in mind and you're totally focused on it. Sometimes the flip of that, though, is there's a bit of a um, stubbornness um, and also a bit of rigidity. rigidity. Um, and you can overwork and get yourself too stressed. So you take on too much. And then the flip of that kind of energy is that you get very scattered. So whilst you can be very focused, if you overdo things and you're too much in the zone, you end up taking on too much, you get stressed, and then you end up unfocused and scattered. So true. Um, <laughs> in terms of your talent, so that was your challenges. 
in terms of the the talents which is interesting because you are very creative but you're also very logical so you are the type of person who loves a list loves to understand even spiritual concepts whilst there is a a, a, a you know a sort of I don't want to call it blind faith, but there's a sort of internal faith compass that you just go, yeah, I'll take that on board. But you also really want to understand the workings of it. So there's a really process driven, logical aspect to you, because a lot of creators are just like the big picture, the big idea. You've also got that logical aspect that knows how to work out the sort of path, how we're going to do it and how it's going to get there. Brilliant networker, somebody who loves um connecting people somebody who loves socializing being put in a room with loads of people where you had to sort of mill about introduce yourself chat to different people not a problem for you um and somebody who really can facilitate groups and work with others so again no surprise that you have your online community um but the flip of that is that you can um be quite controlling so a wee bit of a control freak um somebody who Whilst you are, you know, like to be out there and I don't even want to say the life and soul of the party, but just very comfortable in your own skin and amongst people, there is a part of you that just instantly can switch off and just go into reclusive mode, takes a complete step back, doesn't want to be in amongst people and just has to do the hunker down. So you need to sort of pull back and be in your own space. Sometimes, though, that can have sort of less than positive um sort of aspects to you you can get too non-participatory and kind of get sucked into that sort of reclusive aspect um, and it can be kind of difficult for you to get yourself back forward uh, back into life um, and in terms of your goals um, this is the type of energy who's somebody who's really emotionally resilient because there's been a lot of ups and downs in life and there's been some challenges and this has made you a bit of a, and I, I want to say a tough cookie, not a harsh cookie, but a tough cookie that things don't tend to phase you. The more challenging experiences you have, the more sort of loss there has been, sort of losing various aspects. Um, and again, this can be relationships, opportunities. Um, each of these losses just builds your emotional resilience even more. So this gives you greater confidence in terms of taking on life. The flip of this, though, is that whilst you're really good at being adaptable, um, a really supportive person, so you really look after people, you're the type of friend that people will come to you and say, Emma, this is happening. Can you help me? You know, and you would you love helping people. Um, and, and sharing your emotional lessons and passing that on. You don't like to keep it to yourself. You love to sort of share what you have learned. The flip of that can be that sometimes these ups and downs that you've experienced in life is that there's a, it can be a bit of sort of a fear of failure because you're pretty good at, you know, manifesting what it is you want. And it comes sort of intuitively to you. Um, there's a bit of pressure on there that if this doesn't work out, oh my God, how, you know, that's, does that make sense? There's a bit about fear of failure of, of not. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready get 30, ready get 20 20, 20 ready get 20 20, ready get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. But um, things not working out, so that can sometimes prevent you from taking the step forward. Um, and when you're in that zone, you tend to sort of rely on other people to just say, "Emma, this is the right path. Emma, this is the right thing that you should be doing," rather than trusting your own intuition. I think definitely like with relationships and like love, mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. with that. Whereas business and like work, I would say I never have that problem. Like I don't mm-hmm. have fear of failure. Like I don't, you know, I'm very much like you mm-hmm. say, like hunker down, like I do it, I get on with it and like achieve it. So yeah, mm-hmm. everything you're saying is like mm-hmm. definitely true. And like, I can definitely witness that I you know the last few years like I've had to really take my power back in my personal life and be like no mm-hmm. you know what you're doing you've got to take those steps like how you are in work you need to be in your mm-hmm. personal life as well mm-hmm. and that's sorry I should have clarified that when we were talking about the emotional resilience that's where the sort of the fear of failure um was coming from and the, and the loss so yeah there's definitely um running through your chart and it's interesting you've got the same energy um as I have um which is the one of you know, it's sort of the feminine ups and downs and the sort of imbalance between the feminine and masculine energy. And it's about, which is where this emotional resilience comes from. Um, And what is interesting about a chart, and and we're just sort of skirting over it in a normal session, you would go much deeper. And what I will do um, is share my experience rather than share yours, because it's your story to share as and when um, you're ready. But I have a... um, one of the same energies as you that that it's based on sort of fertility and barrenness which is abundance and and loss and that can manifest itself um in 
somebody who maybe has hormonal challenges um, or struggles to fall pregnant or deals with miscarriage or um, has that kind of sort of hormonal imbalance within them, that can also manifest itself from creativity because ultimately, you know, being and falling pregnant and being a mother is the sort of the, the, the ultimate form of creativity, but it can also be manifesting in the sort of creative aspects of our life so we can create our life rather than react to it and what a soul plan chart uh, our soul plan reading does rather is it will go into what that specifically means for you so we are just sort of skirting over the general aspects of each of the energies in your chart and in a in a, a proper in-depth reading we actually say well look the way that you're experiencing the sort of fertility and barrenness this is actually a hormonal issue which it was with me um I struggled to fall pregnant and had um, polycystic ovaries diagnosed when I was 14 had issues with my um menstrual cycle throughout my life and probably because of that fell more naturally into my more masculine energy however as I've started to sort of realign with my soul plan and my soul self that these challenges have started to sort of address themselves or readdress themselves where I've come much more fully into my feminine energy and I've let that experience go because we my husband and I we tried for children fell pregnant three times and I had three miscarriages and and the sort of the process of dealing with that and coming to terms with that has helped redress the balance of this fertility and barrenness and the ability to create and be creative and out of those miscarriages in that really difficult time when I couldn't create and be a mum I started to paint again and this is how I sort of moved into becoming an artist you know as, as a career so I don't want anyone to go oh my god this is terrible fertility and barrenness you know there's a reason I went through all this and there's a you know lessons in all of it and and there is great beauty that can come out of difficult experiences so yeah a, a soul plan when we get soul plan and when we reconnect with our soul path you don't need to get a soul plan reading to do it and um, obviously I would suggest that you do but you can do it without having a reading but when you reconnect with the truth of who you are that's when you start to release the energies and become more imbalanced and become more centered mm. And, you know, you know, thank you so much for sharing so openly your experiences there, because I think it will help a lot of people. And, you know, like like you say, you you see the reason and the meaning behind that. And I think how that's manifested for me so far and what I'm aware of, um, you know, everybody um, on the podcast has known, like I've had a hormonal imbalance for mm-hmm. about a year now, although I've always had like problem acne Um and my masculine and feminine energy have been the biggest lessons through my spiritual awakening of naturally, again, like you say, being in that more masculine energy, um, suppressing the feminine. And then when I balanced the feminine, it was then making sure I wasn't abusing my own masculine energy and actually accepting that in this lifetime, I have chosen to be more in my masculine. And that's not a negative, like that's a really beautiful thing in itself. Um, And just, you know, like making sure they are all balanced. And, you know, for me, I went down all the tests of like polycystic ovaries. They went through everything with me because again, it was just showing that that was probably what it was. And obviously I was really lucky and blessed that it's not any of that. And that for me, it is a hormone which is easily treatable, which isn't, you know, 
going to affect me in the long term and that you know the creativity which I feel is manifested for me is that masculine and feminine and then you know bringing the feminine into my books into my work and actually making sure that the energy is balanced within my creativity and the work I'm putting out there instead of being in that masculine like I was before because you know I read spiritual queen back and I'm like it's totally written in my masculine energy whereas positively wealthy and the book I'm writing now is like more in that feminine and it feels good it feels balanced it feels like more me so yeah it's interesting how it can reflect in different ways And that's it. We all have our own story. You know, we are all connected. We are all one, but we're all very unique. And and sometimes I feel that that's not celebrated enough. Mm. We all, you know, we spend so much of our life. I mean, I don't know about you, but I spent, you know, most of my childhood trying to fit in with everybody else, and then most of my adulthood trying to be an individual. You know, and it's 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 an interesting um, juxtaposition. But it it's really. And this is what I'm all about. You know, this is what my book, How to Be Successful, is about. This is why I do soul plan readings. This is why I, I create paintings that help people reconnect with their soul self. Is the truth of who we are when we fully embody the truth of who we are. That often um, means sort of taking yourself out of what society expects you to be and you know, how you're supposed to live your life because we're all sort of pushed down this sort of societal path of, and again, it's different dependent on where you live in the world and who your parents are, but it tends to follow somebody else's version of what your life should look like, which is why so many people in their 30s and 40s kind of go, oh my God, my life did not turn out how I thought it would. And I'm not satisfied, even though I've got all the things on paper that say that I should be satisfied because we tend to follow someone else's version of our life. So soul plan reconnects you to your version of your life. Mm. And, 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 and that's, you know, you've written these books from different perspectives because there'll be people who connect with your story as the masculine version of your story, because the masculine version, you know, is about action. It's about doing the feminine version is about sort of, creativity and sitting back so you were meant to have these experiences you came into this life to be more in the masculine in the first part of your life you know you'll then potentially be more in the feminine for the next stage of your life and you'll come to a place where you will blend both of them you know so that that's it it's it's interesting um to sort of and it's difficult when you're doing a reading in this kind of capacity because you can't go into any of the sort of in-depth details that are much more specific because and that's what happens when you have a reading is that your story comes to the fore this is just the sort of framework mm. um, and these are the you know that the, the soul plan that we've kind of go through it's almost like this is the character you know there's a similar protagonist in every story um but how that person is what their life manifests like will be very individual each person but uh and that's what happens when you sort of unearth a soul plan and a soul purpose experience in in much more detail so you spoke earlier on about that obviously we can become quite disconnected from this Mm -hmm. so how can we get back onto our soul path if you know we have kind of strayed into those more challenges well and out with having soul plan done it is about being aware it is about recognizing that there are patterns in life. I mean, our, we're always trying to 
point ourselves in the right direction. Our body's always trying to heal. Our body's always trying to communicate with us and, and help us on this journey. So it's first and foremost, for me, if I was going to say to people, it's about accepting responsibility for everything that's going on in your life. And that is sometimes quite triggering for people um, because we have a we live in a bit of a blame culture and we often tend to think when things aren't going well for us or when somebody treats us badly, it's their fault, it's not ours. Um, but we chose the life that we chose. We chose to have the experiences that we are all going through, the good and the challenging. So it's first of all, recognizing that you chose this experience. And then it's about understanding what those experiences are. And, and instead of brushing challenging experiences under the carpet and, and trying to mask it by either ignoring it or drinking too much, you know, shopping, taking drugs, all the various things that we do to sort of mask how we're feeling. It's about reconnecting with the feelings that are as a result of the emotional experiences that we've had, because this is all energy. And it's energy that needs shifted and released. So it's it's about being gentle with yourself. It's about um, being open to listening to podcasts like yours, listening to other people's stories and exploring your own story and taking responsibility for that story. And I love that, you know, you and I love words. We've written books, but responsibility can sometimes be a bit of a triggering word. But the way I look at it is responding to your ability. Mm. Definitely, definitely. I agree with all of that. So um, how can we access our gifts and talents then and overcome the challenges using the energy of our birth name? So when we come into this lifetime and the challenges that we have, they tend to appear in our childhood. So the first thing that you do is you go back into childhood and you, and uh, you know, this will not be news, but you look at the, the things that you used to love doing as a kid. What did you lose yourself in as a kid? Now, that could be singing. It could be painting, you know, whatever these moments were where you just lost yourself as a kid. That is an indication in terms of what your talents and your gifts are. But also our gifts and talents are very much linked to the challenging experiences that we had in life. So it's going back into childhood to explore what were the really tricky parts in life? And that can manifest itself in a million different ways. You know, for me, as an example, um, I was um, bullied in school um, and I really struggled to articulate and communicate what I was experiencing. And I struggled to um, let people know what they were, you know, that they were hurting me and, and kind of communicate my way out of it. I didn't share it with my parents. I would just come home and cry. <laughs> um, but my gift now is I'm a communicator. You know, I talk, I have no problem communicating. Um, I've written a book. I used to be a radio presenter and I communicate as an artist using, um, you know, visual um, tools to communicate. However, I struggled with communication as a, as a kid because I was bullied. So that is just my example. So it's about going back and looking at your life and the, and the, the difficult areas um, or difficult experiences that you had and then looking at the flip of what that might be. So everything that we've, all the kind of challenging aspects of our life, when we embody that and we release it, it it's the flip of that energy. It's kind of like the, the yin to the yang. It's where we find our gifts. And you will notice 
the more you sort of look back at your life, there will be breadcrumbs that show you who you are and what your gifts are. Because I used to um, sing when I was younger. I, um, I was a radio presenter, so I was communicating. So everything about me was all about communication. So your gifts can be, you know, I'm, I'm a communicator, but I can do that in a million different ways. So it's not a gift of, oh, you are a um, professional footballer or you're an influencer or you're a, a waitress or whatever it may be. It's, it's an energy and you can use that energy and express that energy in whatever way you like. I love that. And definitely there are always breadcrumbs, always, like you mm-hmm. say. Yeah. So my last question to you today then, Vicky, is what is one piece of life advice that you would like to leave my listeners with? Well, yeah, it's it's all about um, recognizing your own story and reconnecting with that story. So don't be forced into living someone else's version of what your life should look like. Embrace everything that you are, all the individual quirky, special, kooky, out there character traits that you are there's a reason that you have all these character traits there's a reason you've had all these experiences because they are here to support other people so to just really take time to listen to who you are take time to understand who you are and then just embrace that you know a hundred percent and and go go fool you Yes, love it. So your new book, How to Be Successful, is out now. So can you tell us a little bit about the book, what to expect and where we can get it? Okay, so it's How to Be Successful. It is a guide to reconnecting with your soul. And the easiest way to describe it, it's a guide to spiritual awakening for people who don't necessarily know what's happening in their life and don't recognize it as a spiritual awakening. So you can be spiritual and it will be a a great tool and a great guide for you but also if you're not or don't consider yourself spiritual um, it it helps you reconnect with the truth of who you are and I do that by telling my story but also there's a lot of guided wisdom in there and and really it's about remembering your truth connecting to the words that shape your reality and just learning to embrace who you are so there's a step-by-step guide it's um comes in three different sections and there's different exercises that you can do to kind of continue throughout the book I use um visuals as well because I'm an artist so I work with some color energy through there as well so there's color in the book um but yeah it's, it's a tool to help you reconnect with who you truly are I love it so if my listeners would like to find out more about your work Vicky where can they find you well, the easiest way is to jump onto my website, vickypaul.com. And there's everything that I do on there. Also a link to get my book on Amazon, but you can buy the book anywhere that you can buy books online. And eventually <laughs> when bookshops open, um, we're in lockdown when, uh, at the moment, but um, you can also find me on Instagram, Vicky J. Paul, and it's V-I-C-K-Y-J for Jane Paul, P-A-U-L. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Vicky, for coming on and sharing all your wonderful piles of wisdom and for obviously reading my name as well. It's been so interesting. I know that everybody listening is equally going to have found this super interesting. So thank you so much, Vicky. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate the opportunity to share what I'm doing with you and your listeners. So thank you. I'm very grateful for that. 
So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes today. I really hope you've enjoyed Vicky and I's conversation. As always, you can find a clickable link to Vicky's website in the description down below. And if you want to learn anything more about myself, my coaching, or anything else I have to offer like my videos, you can find it all on my website, emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. And don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week, whatever you're up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.